Yo, what's good? Welcome to CounterCurrent's host, Petey Steele. And your host, Elena Torres. And today we have one of my favorites and Elena's favorite, too, Maddie Gross. Hello. Yay, Maddie Gross is a <laughs> Talk great... Talk louder. Great, Hello. Great. <laughs> you just mic-checked and you're already fucking... Yeah. No, Petey, I'm trying to introduce her. She, okay. she, Maddie is a great, great local comedian. She's not only so hilarious, but so young, so much... Thank you. Of her. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel not that young anymore. But I think that sounds dumb to most people. Yeah, one <laughs> never feels young. I've noticed. Yeah, like your whole life, you feel like you're old because it's the oldest you've ever been. Mm-hmm. That's true, right? That's arguably very true. Yeah, I'm I'm 22. Um, young. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which probably yeah. people are probably like, oh my god, you're the worst for <laughs> saying that you feel old at 22. But I'm about to be 23, so that's. Oh my god! Ah, well, in my mind, that's like the first year where it's like, oh, you're definitely not in college anymore, mm-hmm. and people are gonna start that's being true. like, so where's the job? Where's all that? Right. Well, I don't want to infantilize you, so I'll just keep calling you old. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go for it. So, uh, speaking of jobs, so you've been uh, recently doing a little bit of uh, job searching yourself in, in a good way. Yes. Yeah. We can't talk about what it is, but. You have some very exciting prospects coming up. So tell us a little bit about how you went for them, how that's going, what what your um, comedy sort of like job and yeah. stand-up plan is together. So um, without going into super specifics, even though I think I've been so excited, I've already told like the whole comedy <laughs> scene probably at this point. Right. Um, but I am up for a job that would be in New York and it would be working for a TV show. Um, in a production role, it's not like I'd be on TV or like writing for them, but there'd be um, a little, there's some creative aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I am waiting to, within the next week, find out if I'm getting the job and moving to New York or just staying here. Um, and the way I would, I applied for a job with this TV show. I applied for an internship with them two years ago. Like, okay. A long Mm. time ago. Okay. Um, And when I did that, I found an Elon alum. I went to Elon University. Mm -hmm. um, And I found an Elon alum that worked for the show that I wanted to work for. Uh And so I sent... And and the show that you wanted to work for is the show that we're talking about. Yes. It's the same show. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was like, hi, um, I'm currently a student. This would be my dream internship. If there's any way that you can connect me with anyone uh, to like further this process along, let me know. And then um, she emailed me back and was like, yeah, I'll like make sure that they take a look at your resume. But it, she didn't offer much beyond that, which she couldn't have. I totally understand. Right. Um, and then I applied for a couple other positions within the same show two years later, right after I graduated college. But they were also more interny things. And I was like not expecting anything to happen. Mm-hmm. And then I got this email out of the blue, like right after Thanksgiving um so thanksgiving now like yeah years like later yeah years later like this year they were like hey uh this position opened up do you want to come to new york and interview and i was like oh my god why am i being asked to interview mm-hmm. and i i asked the guy who interviewed me first of all um the guy who interviewed me is also an elon alum so i'm sure mm-hmm. they saw gotcha. that on my resume but i was like but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like you haven't seen my resume in two years 
So how did this come back up? And it turned out the alumni that I connected with two years ago remembered me when the position opened up and was like, hey, I bet she's done some stuff in the past two years. Let's see what she's up to. Right. And so when they had a printed out version of my resume on their desk, it was like an older version. And I got to be like, mm, no, this one. And it like mm. had all my mm. like fun little things about like, like it's graduating. Mm. Oh, yeah. Now I was like, this was my during college resume. Now you get to see my like adult yeah. resume it's right. cocaine now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was better well, good so fucking network television yes yeah and I'm you've been through a huge round of hell. interviews right yes, i'm I've not gonna take it anymore <laughs> <laughs> no I've, I've been through three i went up to new york once and then i went back again last week and then i submitted a packet of uh some written stuff and I now am just waiting. So do you have to do a whole new packet after the second interview? They're like, yo, we, we're going to run it through LexisNexis to make sure this is an <laughs> old shit from like 10th grade or whatever. Oh, my God. I don't I don't think so. It was more like it was like we turn shit over fast here. It's like they, they gave me FedEx. like they gave me a really specific assignment. They like sent me an episode of the show that was old and had me kind of do. But it's hard to explain without like. Okay, I give it away. away. A lot, but like it was based on I couldn't have done anything I'd written before because it was based on a specific episode that I didn't know they would give me until they gave it to me. Oh, I see. Oh, cool. That's cool. cool. So, yeah, and I mean my senior thesis in college was um I are we allowed to, you said fuck already. Are yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, I wasn't shit. sure. Can't whatever you want. Okay, sweet. I've Piss. Never awesome. The no, he on hasn't. This program. He hasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yours, ma- yours as, was as the first. As a male feminist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're so woke. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Petey's the woke one here. Petey's uh, the woke yeah. one. He has a rainbow jacket that he wears sometimes because he's just a good ally. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. I love that jacket. It's by the way. Yeah. yeah. I've been eating Starburst since I was four. Yeah. Oh, God. What was that? Uh, so you were talking about um, <laughs> your college, your thesis. college thesis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, my college thesis was analyzing. I wanted to do how a bunch of different late night shows handled Trump's election, like covering that. Mm-hmm. But for time's sake, and it still ended up taking months. Um, I ended up analyzing every episode of Last Week Tonight, John Oliver's show, mm-hmm. okay. from when Trump announced his candidacy to when he got elected. Okay. And like, I have a chart of how much time he spent talking about him per episode. And I also like analyzed the jokes, but the time per episode was the most interesting to me because he spent like, he ignored him, he ignored him, he ignored him. And then February 28th, uh, 20, I think 16? Yeah, it was 16 by then. Um, and they were like, well, he's the presumptive GOP nominee. Yeah. We're fucked. And mm-hmm. then after that, an episode never happened where they didn't mention him again. Right. So. Yeah. But yeah, analyzing smart the, the smart way to go I think at the beginning is to ignore him and then Yeah, they should have yeah. been giving him what they should have been doing for Fred Phelps for like 50 years yeah. just <laughs> ignoring but The fact yeah. that I don't know who that is sensation. probably means it worked. <laughs> no, it just means you're young. Yeah. You were yeah. Let me tell you something when you were 2 years old, I was up protesting Clinton's impeachment and that's the day I met Fred Phelps. He's the God hates fags guy. You remember him? He would oh go to god like didn't he f- die recently and yeah, we were happy like about it four years ago yeah everybody was like jumping for joy and then it was came to attention that actually he may have been expelled from his own church by his family who he brainwashed because he may have been gay all along and repressing it probably and then also he started being nice to like some gay or lgbtqia outreach group that like worked across the street from where he had his like fundamentalist compound 
while he was in hospice at home or some kind of shit. I don't know. It was it was very convoluted, and the family hit it. But that's when I met the guy in 1998. I mean, we were seniors at an all-guys Catholic school, so, like, we just see these signs that say, like, impeach fags and, like, USA gay sin with, like, stick figures doing copulation. And we're like, yo, we got to jack one of these signs for the senior lounge. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yo, these visuals are sick. Where yeah. do I get? Do y'all guys, do y'all have merch? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he was, he had police protection and everything. And that's when we learned a little bit about that guy. And then I kept seeing him in the news. And he'd come to college where I went at Wisconsin. He'd be, like, on a tour. That's all really? they did. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm I'm actually very interested here. I didn't know that you protested Clinton's impeachment. Yes, I did. That's very for because I feel like back then that was such a like hot topic issue, and now people are like, "Wow, I can't believe anyone ever impeached him for that." Yeah. So very progressive. Who was at that was thing? At oh, it that was protest? killer. It was a bunch of black people um, from downtown D.C. You uh-huh. know, um, black kids from my school and me and two other honkies that were Democrats. And then, you know, it was just, and gay people were there too. Al Sharpton was there. Jesse Jackson was giving a speech. You know, it was, it was badass. It was a piece of history. Yeah. I can imagine that that would be a really interesting protest to go to. Cause I feel like that in so many ways, and this is me as a, as a feminist, I feel like that's a true progressive as being like, why is this, happening ha- right. yeah yeah why is this the reason it's ridiculous <laughs> versus like this dude it's just like being yeah, yeah one thing after is. another being yeah it is, it it is it weird where it's like right? yeah we won't let a guy get his dick sucked but like maybe treason's cool <laughs> like, right right, yeah. right exactly exactly and all the slut shaming that she went through i mean all, all of it oh yeah. And yeah but X is hollywood hello but treason you gotta really prove it you know yeah. what yeah. i mean i don't know well it's, it's all there for the taking yeah well, Democrats, unfortunately, lack balls. I hate to say that, but they just don't ever want to say, like, hey, this is wrong, and fuck you, and we'll, like, punch you. Do we Do we just need an intern to suck Trump's dick? Is that the solution here? Uh, I wish it would. They, I, I mean, that's that, been done. that easy? That's been yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, like, no, no, no. Yeah, but they're, they're professionals, okay? I'm talking, yeah. like, White House intern, like, someone on the inside and someone... I don't know if I, I do you think like, there's you know like what? a journeyman dick sucker there that's like <laughs> they keep Someone around like, they've yeah. had since like Warren G. Harding. They're <laughs> like, listen, you're here to, to clean up the messes, yeah, no exactly. pun intended. Uh this if is we the true patriot is yeah. 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 They freeze their dentures like Ted Williams <laughs> head. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like in keep spy movies. No yeah. pun. Like spy movies, like you need to seduce someone. I'm like, when would that ever happen? And I'm like, no, we could do that now. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I feel like he'd be t- I feel like if that happened now. With Trump, I feel like he'd be totally forgiven. No one would care. I mean, the guy said the grab pussy thing. Everybody heard, and they're like, mm, I'm still going to vote for this guy. Pretty much. I know. So I feel like if he got his dick sucked at this point, like everything else he's done is so much worse. They'd probably yeah, applaud might, it. They'd be like, do you believe him. he's done all this fucked up <laughs> stuff and he's still getting his dick sucked? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe. 2020. Like a, I feel like it'd be like a no news day. And Trump still hasn't come to work. Yeah, yeah. Like that, except. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trump was got real. his dick sucked. Sucked by someone who wasn't Melania. Uh, that's not news. I feel like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bigger news would be if she. They're like, oh my god, yeah. Melania. Yeah, exactly. Suck Trump's dick. His wife. Yeah, had I mean, yeah. sex with yeah. him. I think what ever the since f- the pink blouse true. debate, I don't think she's really touched him like that. Oh, I feel like I. Yeah, I feel like even oh before. I feel like as soon as he was like, I'm gonna run for president, she was like, I'm comfortable. How could you do this to us? Sure. I, she hasn't gone even near there since. 
since he since he started running. Sorry, I had a thought. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think that the spray tan goes all the way down? Um, I don't want to think about it. As someone who gets spray tans, does he wear a little thing? The image that's even funnier is that when you get a spray tan, there's like a little disposable thong that you use. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he's using the little disposable. Because oh I don't think it's good to like have the spray. I would on not there. think so. So, I, so the funnier image is Trump getting the spray tan, wearing the little disposable. Because it's like the the thong part. It's literally just a line, like a line. Well, that's of he, that's why he keeps material. firing all these people because they've seen him in right. the in the disposable thong. He's like, shit, another guy just saw me. Right. <laughs> in a thong, you're fired. Right. Or what's even funnier is like that thong gives you tan lines, right? <gasps> so like when oh, he's no. naked, he's also got the thong tan no. lines. <laughs> like, listen, I'm not one who wants to think about Trump naked at all whatsoever, but like <laughs> it's a de- it's a detail that is going to pop into my mind whether I want to or not. Also, I think it would be really funny if he got a spray tan and then had a bad day at work and cried and then there was the if you yeah, if you if you spray tan has bad chemicals in it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. A lot of well, now there's like organic ones Yeah, that are supposed to Unless be better, he uses a tanning bed. Well, I don't I don't think I want like 20 SPF in my smegma. You know, well, a, 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 never. A sp- that was the worst sentence anyone's ever You heard it here first, folks. The worst <laughs> sentence. <laughs> And, and I mean, judging by like Trump's golfing photos, I know he doesn't wipe properly. So like, I think it extends <laughs> uh, sun and moon. You know? Wow. Are you talking yeah. about that photo? I think it's diurnal. Are you talking about that like <laughs> the skid mark photo of him on the golf course? Somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody photoshopped that, and I am so ashamed that I like had to Google Trump shit self photoshopped question mark. Like that is not. See that to me sounds like a totally reasonable Google in 2018. I know. Oh yeah. God, it's all it's all reasonable now, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. I'm like what? Oh God, what did I look? I looked up something the other day when I was trying to make a flyer, and it was uh, it was just the weirdest Google search I've ever done. I think it was like, oh my, I remember what it was. It was human in dog collar, not sexual. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was my whole google search i think, I think since trump's been elected he could probably <laughs> indict me on my search engine like just the things i've had to like check out like for me google truncated is go ogle you go know ogle. i just sit there and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that was clever that's actually that's actually very that's intelligent a pretty good thing, that was that yeah. is that's that took me a second i took PD me a second prove he's smart yeah. again yeah, yeah. yeah. pd does wordplay yeah <laughs> Don DeMarco. <laughs> That's uh, wordplay. That's a battle rap illusion. Thank you for explaining yeah. it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I know that we're both white, but I'm certainly a lot whiter than you are. There's a scale. and it's Well, it's if me. I claim that I'm any blacker than you, though, I forfeit all my privileges. So That's fair. I I'm feel like it's a scale. Just white. It's just, it's just white to white. I don't appreciate your ruse <laughs> on my program. Actually... I'm Jewish, so I'm a little less white. That's what I was I'm about to say. I was Actually, like, that's yeah. true. You're, you're Jewish, so that makes you... <laughs> like I'm, half an Italian. Yeah, yeah, I'm the ethnic white. <laughs> yeah, you know? Right. We're all, everybody here is like ethnic white. Let's let's face it. Yeah, I'm Latin, but I, you know, I don't know what it's like to be persecuted for the color of my skin. That's what I tell people all the time. So how... Yeah, I've... You know? My yeah. old man's trying to get me. He's really pushing this fucking ancestry test. I don't want to do it. Is he trying to tell you that he's not your dad and he just doesn't want to? Well, no. He's like, hey, son, my you cousin, should really my take this. works for Ancestry and for Christmas one year she Get gave us all out. the tests. Really? Yeah. For free? Yeah. 
Did she like pay or did she get like a comp thing? I think she got a comp thing. Oh, wow. And so, and and I feel like she also probably for her own projects like needed to get her whole family I tested. Mm-hmm. And I got. She was 50. like, "You're gonna want this comp thing. You're twelve yeah. percent Ashkenazi." J- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "You're gonna find out some shit." But I I came out. 56% Iberian Peninsula, which is my dad is Spanish, and that's where Spain is, for those of you that uh, don't know your geography. Nice. And my dad could not have been more thrilled, because I was, fi- like, he's like, oh, she's more me more than you. Me and than that you. became, like, a whole family oh, thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That I was, like, more. But how can that even be possible, that you're more your dad than your yeah, mom? Yeah, how are you 56? Per- well, maybe, I, no, maybe 56. Maybe it was like 52. Maybe 56. I'm exaggerating. But it was like, fi- no, it was 52%. I'm going to have to Peninsula. go with what, 23 okay, what I, I'm Yeah, what I'm going to say. Things more <laughs> no, no, no. I couldn't. Listen. Than I, than what's numbers believable. aren't my strength. <laughs> this might be dumb. I got a B minus in cell bio. But I'm pretty sure oh, it's shit. like you both pass on like... You have whatever number of chromosomes and you get half from your mom and half from your dad. Yeah. But you're still, no, so I'm exactly. So she'll be half and half. So so it's not 56. It was 52. I think it was like 51 or 52 and then 50 or 52, 49 or something like that. Yeah, something close. It was like, it was closer than 56. I'm, yeah. Well, then maybe your mom's got a little Iberian Peninsula in her somewhere. It could have been. Well, because my mom is like all Euro stuff. So it was like all like Irish and I don't know what. I would love to see what mine is because it is not going to be interesting. Like it's going to be all over the map of like Eastern Europe and then just like pale Irish people. Like it's, it's not, I'm not going to find anything interesting out. Like, Ooh, you have a relative that you never knew about. Who's like Swedish. Like, no, it's just going to be Jews and Irish people, and I'm gonna be like, I knew that, and I paid a hundred dollars. No, see, the thing is, you that all like all those serious percentages is all stuff you know, but then there's like a random one percent of something, and that's what I'm afraid of. Like I got a one percent. Yes, I think it's gonna color my self perception in such a way that if I get like really? one, yeah, if I get like one percent Chinese, <laughs> I'm just gonna you know explain away guzzling MSG as you know just being Peking and not like fucking. <laughs> uh, you know, wanting to be woke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't, I don't no. know. And uh, moving on from yeah, ancestry, I don't know how we got off. And, yeah, yeah, yeah got that on. was let's let's get back to a riveting dive. To what we ta- it, w- it was fun. Back to what we what we usually talk about. So you're going into hopefully going into a production role at the school TV show. Yes. What is your sort of long term goal in comedy? Um, I, I know that I want to get paid to make people laugh. I Mm -hmm. just don't know what that's going to look like yet. Mm -hmm. So part of that might be writing for a TV show. Um, during college, I ended up writing a whole pilot for a sitcom and it was cool, but also I was like, I don't know if I could ever (laughs) write an entire pilot again. That's why I love sketch comedy. I love like Mm -hmm. late night stuff comes in like shorter segments, like Mm -hmm. anything a little more, (laughs) I just, I, anything shorter I have a better attention span for right um, you're, you're a quick I mean I guess from your comedy I'm I'm not surprised because you're very like like premise setup punchline in your writing I, I feel thank like you. which is very it's very clean okay good okay good I was like thank you maybe that's no, no 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 I mean that as, as as a compliment because like yeah I feel like a lot of people myself included are are more like storytelling like everything's just like sort of like a long story with like laugh lines in between and I feel like the way you write jokes 
is the harder way to do it, which is like the classic. I feel like that's not to me. That's not yeah, harder. Yeah, because that's because that's how you yeah. write. So it's not accurate hard. to you. No, I mean, I, f- I find I, that's the hard. That's the better way to write. Jo- is when you do like. I think everyone needs to have a little bit of both. Like, cause yeah, what if you're do- if you're ever doing an hour, you can't do an hour of just one liners. You know, like Anthony Joseph like does it. Gilbert <laughs> Godfrey. Yeah. Okay, maybe maybe you can. Yeah, maybe I stand I stand corrected. Maybe you can, but I think that some of the best specials have a little element of storytelling. So I need to learn how to like. I don't know. I don't know how to make something like funny, but not in a joke punchline way. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean, I do it. I think I do it just talking to my friends, but like trying to capture that by Bring myself on stage, stage. Right. Yeah. Right. Nah, uh-uh. it's a little harder that's way harder yeah i can't even envision myself doing that yet and yeah. i'm half shit that happens to me every day with friends and work and stuff that's hilarious but there's just no way it's translatable and it wouldn't yeah. fit into like the tapestry of where i want my act right. to kind of go yeah I, hilarious stuff happens to me all the time and i'm like this is funny but this is not People will be like, oh, my God, you should do a bit about it. And I'm like, no, I don't think I should. Where are you going to curve? Because you you can't find the punchline on that thing. You know, it's like all kind of funny conversationally, but you're like, where's... Oh, I could sort find the, the punchline. Punch it's yeah, the like segues I have a problem with from one punch to the next setup. Mm, yeah. Like, how's, like, the, like if I'm going to do a PD Steel 30 minutes, it can't just be, like, all over the place. There's got to right, be right, right. some similar, like, undercurrents some kind of or a line. vibe, you know, that just, because it's got to project the character. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So you think, because so, I've talked to several comics about this, and, like, I took a comedy class when I first started comedy, before I started doing mics or anything, and... A big part of that class is they say don't spend pe- comics spend too much time worrying about segues, don't worry about mm. segues. But when you're doing half an hour yeah. or an hour, it's really fucking important. Yeah, because it's what makes it sound conversational. Like last night, I was here at DC Draft House and I saw Lisa Tragar, mm-hmm. and she is the segue queen. Really? Oh my god! It's just like the whole time she's just around. she. J- it feels like she's like she's talking to her friends. Yeah, she's like weaving. Yeah, yeah. It just feels like she's just talking to people. It doesn't feel like... I think some of that is performance, but there's definitely... Like, it has to be good writing that you make look like it's just performance. Right. Which is the hard part. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, which I think it's a combination of both. Like, Or you can be like, oh, okay, I can work crowd work in between these two things and then apply that to what I'm going to say next. But that's a whole art It should look invisible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like sometimes I feel my stuff is like the segue's okay, but it's too like all right, obviously the this bit ends here and now we're going on to this thing about a club shootout. Right. <laughs> the next thing we're going to like a train suicide, then we're gonna go tie that into you know, gender fluidity and chicks with dicks. Like, I, I, it's, you know, it's funny as shit, but it's definitely, like, I was thinking that last night, even just doing my tight 10, mm-hmm. hosting up front. Like, hey, that works with some people because they like what I'm bringing and it's just a specific kind of vibe. But then again, if I get a bunch of people like some of the people last night, certainly the first show was a pretty white bread, just boring ass audience whatever like i probably need to get some crowd work going to like earn their trust or have something a little bit more smooth okay that's a 
something I want to, because you guys have both been doing comedy a lot longer than me. Okay. Um, what I've I've attempted to do crowd work just a little bit, and like now I'm starting to do shows where like that might be a thing. Not that I'd be expected to do, but like, oh, that would be a sweet way to to kill a minute or two. But like, just it seems like there's all these like secret rules about crowd work. Where, like I know you don't do it if you're a host or a feature. Like you leave that for the headliner, but that's only at club shows. So like, what happens? Let what happens if it's an awkward like show with like host? As a host, you do it. I yeah, but like a little. Where you do it a, Very a lot little. Of, You're right a about little, that. A little, but but that's how I learned to do crowd work. Like, okay. hosting on the mics, that's like that's the main thing yeah. they want. And a lot of my jokes are dirty, and nobody wants dirty jokes in a host set, which I also learned the hard way. So I would have to do crowd work because I'd be like, I don't have enough material left <laughs> that's appropriate yeah that's the other problem i have sometimes slot. because sometimes if your shit's a little darker or dirty like people don't want it yeah. in the first 10 minutes of a show so i really learned to do crowd work in the host sets okay yeah i, I mean hosting like hosting for mics is different than like yeah i can see that being a good chance i just i mean what your people are like what do you do for work i just yeah. don't feel like i'm always that I'm only quick on my feet when it's just me. But like when I have to talk to another person, I'm like, oh my God, now this is just social anxiety on stage. Like yeah, this I is was, not I better. I was like that too. Mm-hmm. I always thought crowd work to me was always the absolute scariest thing. And a way that has helped me with it is incorporating it into my jokes. Like I have it written, like I've got it written already. And there's certain oh. things that you know oh, is it like you a, can say. Is it like a choose your own adventure where you're like, this is the setup of the mm-hmm. joke. If yes. they respond this way, do this way. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. Or I have a joke. And if there's like an audience member being an asshole, like I did this last night here, mm-hmm. there was an on- there was a guy at the front who was just like being a real douche, mm-hmm. and so I incorporated him and made any jokes about like men being douchebags. I made it about him. I was like, you know, like when this guy does like this, this, and then guy. it seems like it's conversational Exemplified and it's crowd work. That's right. good. The only, right. <laughs> I guess you could say the only time I've ever done quote unquote crowd work was when I heckled a heckler back real bad at mm-hmm. uh at <laughs> i think you might have been there where it was, was this? that uh is that comedy wars at beer baron like a little yes ago? yes i think i was yeah and i like f- i kind of like flipped out is a strong word because people were still laughing so i don't think anyone was scared <laughs> but mm-hmm. like i i don't know i think people were only laughing and okay with it because i was like so small and non-threatening <laughs> but like i was mad you were angry i was real mad what was the heckler doing and saying um she would just like not stu- she was sitting in the front row yeah you could I see the lights were on bitch. her she was awful and she would not stop talking super loud to her boyfriend and it's like you're also in the front row if you're gonna do oh, that she was talking to her boyfriend not even to you yeah, yeah. to the to her boyfriend she was just one of these like novice audience members got it like like who, have you ever had to be respectful in your life before right ever? right, right. <laughs> well, but right, who right. doesn't i don't think understand how far their voice carries in a comedy setting like that right because they, they don't have drinking. a mic yeah right, and then right. because yes. of the drinking and everything God. it's right. like whatever and i think you know a novice also thinks that any participation is like wanted like it's gonna make you better or yeah they think bullshit. they think right. we want this and then we can't shut them down and they even <laughs> say that at the comedy loft last night or what yeah they say please weekend, don't yell out yeah they say you know not only please don't yell out but eddie lyle's on the recordings like a common philosophy of like audience members is you know participation is wanted because it might help the show it's like no it fucking won't or something you know so yeah. just 
shut the hell up. Like, that's the recording before you go on stage. They don't even bring the host up to the name. It's just Daddy Lyles. <laughs> You're like screaming like, at everybody like, yeah. respectful. I kind of like I, I like, like that. that. I want yeah. that in my li- I want that as, like, an intro to most things I do. Yeah. Um, yeah wait till the headliner doesn't remember your fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> three ni- three yeah. shows in a row. Did that happen? Yeah. Oh, God. Jesus. Yep. I uh, I've been addressed as Maddie Brannon so many times. No way! I'll get off stage and people will be like, "Ladies and gentlemen, that was Maddie Brannon," and I'm like, "It was not," but but I appreciate it because she's very funny. So I'm just like, man, hopefully people aren't like her set was different tonight and worse. <laughs> like, yeah. it's nice to be respected to the person that you get. Go- I, people think I'm Nicole Walco all the time. They confuse. Really? I, I guess all, I can guess see so. that, but like, glasses, I've never seen. I don't think glasses. of you guys. No, I don't because I, I don't wear glasses. Well, I, if they just yeah. looked at you, then maybe. But like, if you, and act Nicole anyway, purposely like, dresses kind of like a bum. You know, I hate to say that because I love her, but I mean, she doesn't. I mean, you guys just have She doesn't get. Oh, she's hilarious. She's like, great, but yeah, she does. Our, like, well, our comedy. So, and she and I are friends. <laughs> it's like it's so different. <laughs> she and I are friends, so I tell her. And the thing is, like, the part that hurts me the most is like. I don't hear from Nicole that she gets confused for me all the time. I just constantly am confused for Nicole all the time. And she's just like, I don't know. I was like, if it ever happens to you, let me know. And when we're together, people are always like, whoa. Like there's days when Nicole Volkov's boyfriend, Jamie Bennett, dresses better than her. (laughs) That'll tell you. <laughs> Let me dress. Nicole is a beautiful girl. Uh, she is. I didn't say anything about her twenty three and me. I'm especially gonna say that. I just choked on I my defense of women often. So I just defended the women so hard I choked on my own spit. No, I <laughs> no, I said the comparison was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, she and I agree. Right. I think but you guys are just completely different vibes. All, yeah, totally different vibes. Yeah. But and but <laughs> But at the same time, it's like, well, I'm making your point here. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm associating. Okay, okay. <laughs> we're, all, we're all on the same page here. PD's yeah. just loud about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's all that's going on. Yeah, just uh, just confusion. You you don't get confused with anybody, I imagine, right? Um, Jack Black. <laughs> oh really? Oh, oh, you're going for like the famous person? Yeah, no, 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 no. Nobody around here. No. Oh, uh-uh. That's funny. I, can I get see I get Nikki Glaser a lot for comedy. I can stuff. also see that. People always... And I actually had a dream last week that she and I got into a fist fight at a yoga studio. Oh, my which God. Which would probably totally seem That's realistic. Awesome. <laughs> I would pay to watch that dream. Are <laughs> 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 you guys selling tickets? Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, it was like, wow. Because I was watching that bumping mics thing before... Did you see that special, no. by the way, with Jeff Ross and David Tell? It's <gasps> hilarious. I see that. And, I was, and she was on it for a second, and then I fell asleep. And then and while she was on it, I was like, oh, my God. What if, like, as my career grows, everyone's going to think I'm Nikki Glaser? Oh, my God. Mm. And then I fell asleep. And then in my dream... <laughs> we well, at least you know where that came studio. from. Everyone I look like is famous. I volunteered my services to the Time Machine Rose to do Pete Rose. If... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Benji laughed and said it was a decent idea, but I don't know if it'll happen. Benji, if you're listening, you just heard the ladies. Yeah. Um, Pete Rose. That's a that's such a cool. I, I love that show premise idea. Benji, if you're listening, um, I'm an undefeated roast battle champion in the state of North Carolina, which doesn't mean shit, but I will say it. Um, and also, I look <laughs> the only historical figure I look like is uh, the Wendy's girl from the commercials when they first made Wendy hot. Um, and oh also, yeah, probably realistically, true. I'm I very pale. Most aristocrats, uh, mistresses. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you need 
if you need any of that, I offer my services. <laughs> Self plug. Yeah, so that's that's plugs for for Benji. I've always wanted to do Frida Kahlo on that show. I just wear a wig oh and draw gosh. a unibrow. Yeah, I was I like, I gotta, gotta do the There's unibrow. a lot to do there. <laughs> well, yeah. so you came from North Carolina. You may be on a network soon. Yeah. Midway through, you had a good hosting spot at McGooby's. Yes. So you really been on a tear. I've been so well. Speak. You're 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 very funny. Thank you. So. Thank you. I was excited when you guys asked me to come here because, like, I remember when I first moved to the scene. Both of you are people that I was like, <gasps> like, you know, the whole like when you first get somewhere, there's people that are in the scene that are almost like famous to you. Like other people have told you that mm. they're good, so you're mm-hmm. like, <gasps> I gotta watch out. I specifically remember at summers one time you walked in, and then somebody like gave me a look that they looked a little like surprised or something. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I've never done stand-up in D.C. before. And somebody, like, passed me a little, like, they wrote on their notebook and slid it over. And they were like, that's Petey Steele. He could probably get time anywhere he wants. And I was like, I would like to get time anywhere I want. Why didn't you tell me that girl's name? Yo. (laughs) I I still remember. I know who it was. I'm just not going to. Reveal. You can tell yeah. me yeah, after that's, the that's podcast. Celebrity on another yeah. level. Look at that. Like, he can get he... time anywhere. <laughs> no. Um, and then anyone who they were like, "You're a host for Capital Laughs." I was like, "Ah, these are people that I need to like me so much." <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, but I, I, I've tried to do my best to, you know, help you because I've seen you've yes. actually had some promise. I don't like helping, you know, scruff. <laughs> no, I, so. I kind of. Like the way that I've made any headway in comedy, really, this might sound bad. So I'm trying to think of a way to say it that sounds correct. Um, Obviously, it's my own like talent and hard work. But the thing that'll help you is talent and hard work can't get you everywhere. But if you make friends with someone who is also talented and hardworking and a little ahead of you, that can be super helpful. That's right. So listen up, young comics. Yeah. Yeah, my my husband is all. My husband is always talking to me about networking networking because his whole job he's like big on like networking with that is the oh, whole yes. thing oh. get like, away from your jokes, loser friends yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i yeah i'm gonna be dead or in jail by 23 <laughs> <laughs> i have a friend in la who's been like one of my he works in the entertainment industry and like he's been kind of helpful mentor wise the first time uh a like semi-famous comedian was like shitty and creepy to me he took me out to brunch the next morning and was like congratulations you've been creeped on by someone famous welcome to hollywood yeah yeah. um (laughs) and um some of the best advice he ever gave me for like he was like don't think of it as networking thinking of it as like building relationships because like i feel like networking like that's definitely what it is but if you say networking to the person you're trying to network with they're like oh so you want you want something something from me yeah yeah yeah. the whole thing is i hate it it's terrible but that's why my husband's always like yeah trying to help me with it because i'm just like but i just don't i never want to seem like an opportunist because i just that's just so gross Mm. i don't want to seem like i'm like clinging on i'm always (laughs) i'm always like it would be great if you could like literally if i'm asking for time at a show that i'm pretty sure they're gonna say no i'm like Hey, is there any chance you have any spots? And like, if they yeah. say no, I'm like, I just had to ask. Like, I'm not offended. I'm not mad right, at you. Right, 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 right. <laughs> There's a tactful way to do it. I For mean, sure. you do your best networking on stage, and you crush That's enough true. rooms. You do what you got to do. The word gets around, and then you feel like you can go up to somebody and say, Hey, you know, what do you think about a guest spot here, this yeah. or that? 
And really, I only – I know what the hierarchy is, but I only really, like, talk to people that are kind of, like, above that also kind of want to help me. They got to show me, too, that, like, they value me. I'm not yeah, going to sit around yeah. and, like, cock buff people to fucking get – spots totally. and yeah if you if you told me to night, if you know? told me to fuck off i would because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm pretty i'm pretty sure what happened is like you went outside not for i don't know you just like went outside for a second and i was just like huh, i'm gonna go outside now too and corner this supposedly successful at comedy in the dc area I'm person gonna pass him this note <laughs> i'll yeah, be yeah, like yeah. um i heard this is it true yeah it'd be a very gossipy entrance that would have been Quite a quite a quite I a way received, to introduce myself. I just myself. received this note about you. Uh, what do you think? Should we be friends? Or <laughs> sometimes that's what I want to do because there are definitely comedians in this scene that I like. Not like, okay, maybe look up to is the right word, I mm-hmm. guess. But like, it's like a friend crush and admiration at the same time, mm-hmm. and right. like we're on stuff often enough. But I don't know how to like not be creepy to people that i want to be friends with in comedy i'm like this is a business friendship but also like oh man you talk about being really depressed too like (laughs) do you do you want to hang out (laughs) i know we have a lot of the same interests she's telling on me yeah exactly (laughs) like oh yeah no i know what you mean um that can be tough And, and the older i get in this comedy it gets harder to some degree like all the people I was with 2012, for the most part, are not around. I don't mean they're dead or anything, no, but they but like all moved. like quit comedy or we don't talk anymore. Where they moved, they're not mm-hmm. really friends like that. Haywood's the only one from that era. Him and like Ralph oh. Cooper that are still my buddies, and Ralph doesn't even really do it like that anymore. Doesn't. Well, do I know anything. Haywood. He's great. Haywood yeah. does. He'll never stop. I, I know that of him. I'm pretty certain. Yeah. Um but you know, they're all kind of just boom. So now I'm, I'm, you know, I'm particular about it, and I'm a bit older. So like, I, that's the thing. Sometimes I look around and I'm like, I get annoyed with certain things, and then I'm like, oh yeah, all these people are like 24. Like, what the fuck are you getting <laughs> mad about? This is what right. they're supposed to be doing, kind of in a way. They got a, they got a curve. Yeah, yeah. I've um, definitely had had that thought sometimes, where I'm just kind of like somebody will say something to me in the same and I'm like what the fuck are you thinking and I'm like oh yeah you're 20 that's what you were thinking none of this by the way that we're talking about no 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 I'm not taking it I'm not taking it as an insult at all and it definitely it definitely happens to me where like just within a couple years like just the difference between when I was in college and now like having to try to function as like a postgraduate person like whenever there are people who are doing comedy that's still in college like i did that and it was it was different just because like you're like go to class and then go to do comedy and it was different like there weren't listen do i have a job no (laughs) i just have several side Mm -hmm. hustles and a maybe job coming up right 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 but it is already different and like i live with my parents now and like before comedy was kind of a, a like side thing that I really, really loved. And now I have the opportunity to like make it a full time. Yeah. Thing. Now it's a real thing. That was a good answer earlier about you just want to make some money to make some people laugh generally. Yeah. Cause I have no idea how all this for me or anyone else is going to like play out. I think a oh lot gosh, of people make the mistake of having this very linear idea of the future. And it just doesn't happen like no. that. But sometimes it's better. A lot of better has happened since I started this thing than compared to what I was doing before. Yeah. And then some of the stuff that's happened 
back when I had nothing and I wasn't doing it that I thought would be so great it's not even that great like it's cool but it's not like it wears (laughs) off you know it's like you do stuff at a club yeah most people who've never done that before are really fucking impressed but then after you get off you're like oh shit now i gotta do it again or oh my gosh yeah hosting at mcgoobies was the first time that i've done like a a club club gig Mm -hmm. um north carolina has clubs but i i was never on like when they brought like the real big people through Mm -hmm. um and like oh my god doing five shows in three days is fun but also like it's tiring, not in the way that, like, I mean, I was hosting. It's not like I was doing more than 10 minutes, but, like, you're doing the same 10 minutes, and you have to adjust it for every crowd, and it's a little different. And you're hearing the same feature and headliner set every time. Oh, yeah. And, like, even if it's the funniest and best by the end of it, you're like, oh, my gosh, why is everything repeating over and over again? This yeah. is such an odd, it's just, it's weird. It messes up your sense of time. Yeah, you to got to be there to hear it, that yeah. last five minutes so you know when to jump back on stage right, or else right. you got problems. Oh, my God, I almost and missed. Goobies is tough because you have so many announcements to make because it's like, oh, yeah, make sure <gasps> yes. to, like, throw your things oh my in God, this yes, box. They gave half me. price tickets, half price drinks. We're the Joseph Banks of fucking comedy. Yes, Seven oh tickets God. for the price of one. Uh, Andrew, I love you. Please book me again. But that <laughs> is the deal. Andrew gave me the rundown. He was he was lovely about it. I came in there and I was a little nervous. And he, uh, instead of giving any fodder to that, was just like, no, 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 it's okay. This is all you have to do. Just do a set and also all these announcements. And I wrote them down. And he was like, you can even take your notebook up there if you have to. And I did for the first night because I was like, I do not want to mess up mm-hmm. these announcements. Um, but it was a really, really fun time. Mm-hmm. Even with the added, like, ah, of having to go up three times. I almost missed one of my cues to get back on stage. Uh, they have like a speaker in the green room so you can hear what's going on on stage but you can't see it. That is effective. I like that. I like having that and it was yeah. awesome. But um, I thought the feature was doing 25 minutes but he had been told to only do 20. So I had an alarm on my phone for when to go back to stage and I hear him on the speaker go like, you guys have been a great audience. Good night. <gasps> and the green room is not that close to the stage. And like I had my <gasps> shoes off. I was all comfortable. And I was like, ah! and like I, I was very out of breath by the time I got to the mic. But like he he stalled. It was good. We no one knew anything was up from the right, outside. Right. But like I thought I was like, oh, my God, they're not even going to let me finish the weekend. I'm fucked. It's over. It was fine. But that was one of the. Yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Never take your shoes off during a comedy show. Yeah. Yeah. That's moral <laughs> don't story. do that. Keep your shoes on, kids. Yeah. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Well, so what else do you got going on coming up this week? Um, that's a good question because this is the week that I find out if I have a job or not <gasps> in another state. Oh, so um, it's either going to be shows as usual or moving, packing up to... I wouldn't move yet. I know What's that... So what would be the start date? Have they told January you? January 7th. Oh, okay. So I would have a little while some time to party yeah i'd have some time to luckily i'd have some time to be like hello everyone i'm leaving please give me spots yeah, so yeah, yeah. hello everyone i might be leaving give me spots and if i don't get this job i'll be very sad so you should give me spots anyway right. um i <laughs> i'm getting my flu shot tomorrow morning everybody should should do that um but i'm on i'm doing the shuffle tomorrow i oh, will nice. probably see you there this week i feel like i don't have that much stuff um i'm on town tavern on thursday and on wednesday i am at somewhere in northwest dc for brock snyder i do not know where yet Uh-oh. okay but i'll figure it out i'll probably be on that he's been calling me last minute a lot lately okay good good I'm i hope you are happen to you know get my stack of 20s rolling <laughs> 
I like it. He has he finds really cool places to do for every time I see pictures. Yeah, no, I've been enjoying his apartment shows and he's cut down the lineups for fuck's sake. Has finally. He? Yeah, no more. What did that 30, used to be? He'd have like thirty comics, you know. Ah, crazy that's not, thing. Even if thirty I comics used to, I used to also each. run apartment shows, so I don't get to be on Bronx gigs. That's uh that's uh, top secret for everyone listening. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we got a big week at the Draft House on the 20th. Uh, this Thursday, we have jokes to give back, toys for tots, 7 o'clock. It's a nice thing. You know what it is. Um, the Broadway show hosted by my girl Frankie French, 845, same night Thursday. Uh, Friday the 21st, Zenib, I think I'm saying that, or Zineb Johnson from BT's Woke as Fuck, Access TV's Gotham Comedy Live and MTV tickets at 7 and 9 p.m. Um, same with Saturday and you have the Attack of the Comics Friday night 1045 and the three guys on comedy showcase Saturday night at 1045. Um, this week for Petey Steele the 18th I will be at me and Adrian Rodney's free Wi-Fi comedy show at the Colony Club at 8 p.m. That's a $5 ticket. Hit us up on Venmo or Eventbrite. We're all there. Um, Wednesday night, that's the 19th. I don't know, but you should probably book me. Um, <laughs> Same. Yeah, Thursday the 20th. Hey, I'll be around. Just hit me up. Steel, uh, Steel DC or DC Steel. One of those two on Twitter. I had a viral tweet today. The so, viral. Okay. Yeah. The 20th is also McGooby's, uh finals for New Comedian of the Year. I am not in that, but uh, that is how I got that hosting gig. So, oh, so yes. Yeah, so I would drag love your to ass be, to Demonium. Yes. Go, yeah. go be somebody's bringers. All the comics are supposed to be bringing people, and I think people are stressed. So if you have a friend who's in the finals... Offer to schlep to Timonium for them That's on right. the 20th. Go to Lutherville or Timonium. Pick one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you got this week? Um, I have on Wednesday, I'll be at Town Tavern. Mm. Uh, that's the 19th. Um, then I'm leaving on Friday for family Christmas time. And Ooh. then the next show I have booked for sure once I get back is the Petey Steele, Adrian Rodney show here at the Draft House on January 2nd. So come celebrate the new year 2019 with us here Bring at DC on. Draft House on January 2nd. Kason Wilson headlining that. Yeah. Keith Corey will be on there too. Of course, I'll be there, Adrian. And uh, the fuck am I forgetting? I feel like a piece of shit now. But it, whoever it is, it's great or they wouldn't be on. So Yeah, it's it going to be a great show. You guys should come check it out. I would pay them. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, fantastic. Maddie, where can they get at you on social media? Um, I am at you so gross <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, and I am at Her Majesty, M A D D E S T Y, uh, on Twitter. My Twitter is a lot better than my Instagram, just telling y'all. <laughs> it actually is pretty damn good. Yeah, you oh, just I followed me today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I followed back. I followed back. You did. So I'll have to check that out. I'm I'm, it's a good I'm an Instagram hoe. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying. To, I like wish I was an Instagram hoe because I feel like that's like the platform that people actually care about now. But nobody, you have to drag my dead body away from Twitter. I'll be tweeting like it's hard. To this be website is for me. It's hard. I find it like because no matter how funny your captions are, nothing gets a bigger like than a slutty photo. Right. Like <laughs> nothing. Just, well, that's <laughs> listen. That's kind of where I, I have Crohn's and I'm in the hospital a lot. And every time I'm in the hospital, I take 
a booty pic usually mm-hmm. posted up on the sink because yeah. for me that's the one way to make it fun and also i'm like let's make this a hospital slutty like there you, go. there you go let's bring some joy to this yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's bring some joy to this place exactly. listen i can't leave so i'm gonna make the people come to me exactly you know and I mean? i'm like yeah. this is comedy because i'm in a hospital right, but it's right. also a little bit not comedy right like mm-hmm. Maybe I'll get some bookings out of that. Who knows? <laughs> I may be uh, carrying sure. an agent, but I still have agency. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so thank you so much for joining us yeah, today. Yeah, thanks, Maddie. Thank you guys great. for having me. Yeah, right. this was a lot of fun. Come back whether or not you move to New York. Yeah. We're, yes. we're hoping for the best. Yeah, we are. Thank you. Fingers crossed. Hopefully we'll table. never see you again. No, <laughs> oh, no, and no, remember, we'll uh, Zainab Johnson, if you want free tickets, we got a few pairs. Follow us at uh, Counter Currents DC. Um, we'll put your name in a bucket. Yeah, we'll and that's on all raffle. the social media platforms. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And we check that shit all the time. Yes, we do. So if you follow us this week, you have a chance to win tickets to the Draft House. And remember, if it doesn't happen this week, keep doing it. And you can you unfollow us and do it again. Yeah, and you may be able to see your favorite comedian for free. So follow us. Come on. All right. Peace. Bye. Bye.